Okay. So continuing, yesterday we raised two very broad questions on this long quotation from the Zohar. Today we're going to raise two more questions, and starting tomorrow we'll begin answering questions. So the third question we're raising, the first for today is, how is it possible when we superficially read this quotation, it seems to be implying that in the times of the Messiah, people won't need to know the laws of ritual prohibition and permission and purity and impurity. But how is that possible? And the Rebbe gives many, many, many details and examples and proofs that obviously in the times of the Messiah, we still need to know all these laws. For example, how are they going to slaughter the sacrifices? How they slaughter animals to eat without knowing all the laws? Laws that disqualify the slaughtering, laws of a defective knife. Is a man born that by nature he knows how to slaughter? Is the knife always going to be perfect and unblemished forever? And there are so many laws about sacrificial offerings, the fat, the blood, the prohibitions, impurity of a corpse, says a young man will die at the age of 100. If there's death, there's impurity, there's laws. Laws governing the impurity of a woman who gave birth. People have many babies during the times of the Messiah. There's many laws in terms of impurity after having a baby. We need to know these laws. So obviously, we are going to need to know these laws. In fact, throughout the entire Talmud, very often, they use this quotation that this is a law for the times of the Messiah, meaning there's many laws that seemingly are only even relevant by the times of the Messiah. Also, it says that Elijah will come and clarify all of these doubts and our confusions about these laws that we will clearly know by the times of the Messiah. So how are we understanding this passage that seemingly implies we're not going to know these laws by the time of the Messiah? That's one question. And then the final question, the fourth question and the second of today, is another part of our passage said that the Torah scholars will not be sustained by the illiterate people and therefore implying that they won't need to study these laws of permissible and forbidden. So in the times of the Talmud, the Torah scholars were not sustained by the common people. The Torah scholars in the times of the Talmud had their own fields, had vineyards, had jobs, and at the same time studied all these laws of purity and impurity and permissible and forbidden. So now, if then the Torah scholars were not supported by the illiterate and did study all these laws, so obviously there's not a concept here that in the times of the Messiah, because they will no longer be supported by these people, and they never seemingly were, therefore they won't learn these laws. Because even then, they weren't supported by these people, and they learned these laws. So we see from here that we obviously don't understand this passage at all. We raise in totality, four very, very strong questions. And we'll see, starting tomorrow, a foundational understanding of the passage, which clarifies all of these issues.